Welcome to Oregon Rooted. I'm Higher Peaks. And this is Lady Sativa. You're listening to The Dirt Show. Where we bring you Oregon's cannabis culture. Welcome to episode 28 of The Dirt Show, where we are the voice of Oregon's cannabis culture. Can you believe we're almost to 30? 30, I know. That is awesome. We're almost there. It's a lot of work. That is a lot of freaking work. (laughs) (laughs) We worked hard. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's been a long draw, but we've done it. 28, though. That's good. Mm -hmm. We got a special episode. We have Stay Fly Farms on. That's Original Dangster. Mm -hmm. That was a good time with him. Yeah, it was. Um, I He's a really cool guy. He's laid back. Very laid back. And sounds like he knows what he's doing. I think doing. he was at a restaurant. Was he? I think that's what it was, right? Stay fly. Yeah. Maybe. He was at I, a restaurant. I edited out a lot of the background, so. Yeah. You could hear his homies talking. <laughs> yeah. It, and like I said, he's a really laid back, really cool guy. He knows what he's doing. Uh, pretty natural way, natural farming, you, mm-hmm. know, uh, you know, the whole no-till and that kind of stuff. Uh, so and he's medical, right? Yes, medical. he's medical. Yeah. yeah, and they don't have any near future of changing, is what uh, he seemed to be getting at. Yeah, he's going to stay medical. Yep, yep. Which is pretty cool. Staying medical. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's what our interview is today, um, and I don't know. Just that'll be at the end of the show. So uh, we have ancient herbs. Do you want to hit that real quick? Well, ancient herbs, you can go to ancient herbs. He, he, you can't do this. You can't give me no notes and just expect me to go for the All win. Right. Yeah, you this took shows, my notes. <laughs> so our supporters, ancient herbs. I just want to show that. I just want this to, shows they all blend together if you don't have notes in front of you to separate them. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> it's okay, I kind of jumped into that. Yeah, but, I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, ancient herbs. Uh, remember, you get 15% off there at checkout if you use the code word organ rooted. Organ rooted. Yeah. Yes. I just wanted to shout that out, um, Sean. We're getting to the start of the season for outgrower outgrowers outdoor wow. growers. <laughs> We're tongue tied tonight. Our coffee hasn't kicked in, obviously. <laughs> it's late, and so yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, so we're coming into the sun growing time, mm-hmm. and outdoor, if you will. Bad Our word, girls I guess, are but. going. Yeah, which that's what I was segueing into. So, but. But since we're starting now, um, you know, IPM has got to be on your top of the mind. Yep. So that's why I yep. shout out, shout out to Sean. Those are essentials. We're going to use those through veg only. I'm excited because I get the Formula good smells. One. I get the good smells coming back now. Yeah. I get mm-hmm. my soft beard back if you spray me again. Hey, you didn't have a beard last year. Great. We can use it for moisturizer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably works pretty good. I'm sure. Uh, all right. So yeah, that's kind of segueing into our grow. I wanted to catch everybody up to what we're doing. So uh, Jay Bird at, mm-hmm. at Jay Bird Farms, he was so kind to let me borrow a three by three tent. Mm-hmm. And that's a really cool grow tent. It's pretty, 
uh, high quality. Pretty legit. It's pretty nice. Yeah. And um, it it's it's perfect size for vegging for what we're doing. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to get those plants uh, to the point where I can put them outside and get my first short crop. We talked about that. Remember, we are outdoor growers or greenhouse growers, not so much Sorry, large yeah, not scale. Large. No, no. Yeah, we're not men. doing indoor. We're not doing anything like for that. For medical. Yep. For everybody to know, we are not <laughs> running a tent with lights and full-blown oh, yeah. shit going. We just, we're getting them up to the point to put them outside and have natural light. Yeah, and actually that won't be too much further down the road. I just want to right. get past any freezing, but... Well, some people are confused by what we're doing. Yeah. Well, this first it. set, we're just going to take advantage of the short cycle that's already it's, present out it's there. It's still cold. <laughs> yeah, it is right now. But we want to get those first plants and get um, use just the regular light cycles, uh, light depth, if you will, in our greenhouse to get that first one in June uh, and then have the other one follow behind it. But So that's what we're getting to now with those first seeds. And we've got all six strains going. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's... The ones good. that are hot and popping. Yeah, we've got cookies. Cookie Lion and Flo are <laughs> which are popping, which is Cookies of Asgard and Floral so, Dream. Yeah, for, by Ancient Ancient Herbs. Oh my gosh, from Full Spec Genetics and the um, and Cookies Od- of Asgard. Yeah, which is Odin Ray Farms. There we go. So shout out to the, both those guys. Uh, and and they're looking good. They're healthy. Oh, yeah. We put those in SLF when we popped those beans and, and fed them SLF. Those are my babies. So I you say them? No, they're mine. You can have the other four. <laughs> they're re- <laughs> they're really healthy. And so that's that's awesome. I'm excited. And they're growing crazy. They already got the first set of leaves. Mm-hmm. We put it in that three by three with a two two by two foot um, T five the CFLs. Uh, it's not much, but like I said, we're not trying to veg them in a month no we got plenty of time we just want to get them right. big enough maybe to take a couple clones uh for probably the cookies of asgard i'd take a couple clones <laughs> i think we could get our hands on more floral dream if we wanted to oh well here's the deal so that the the beans that we're following behind those are to all, go yeah. all year are coming from full spec yes i'm assuming it should be here soon yes he said they should be out soon, so we're looking for that, and that's the ones we're in. But those were indicas, because you had mentioned on the last <laughs> show, right? We have a lot of sativas right now. We do, yeah. We do, and I have come to the conclusion I am not a huge sativa fan, because I'm pretty hyperactive, in case you guys don't all know this by now. Um, so I really need something to mellow me out, and so that's why I like the hybrids and the indicas. but. Uh-huh. Yes, my name is Lady Sativa, but it sounded better than Lady Indica. That's what you said last time. Okay, see? <laughs> Still I'm doesn't gonna, make sense. Yes, I know, but it <laughs> doesn't matter. Still my favorite sativa right now, or my favorite strain right now is a sativa, so there. The Clementine is, so. It is? Yes, oh, full blown. It's not even a sativa dominant. No, it's a, a sativa. I, I don't know. It was good, but. I don't know, makes me... I think that was the same night I got anxiety. I want orange cookies. <laughs> I thought you said you were going to bring some of that home. Yes, tomorrow. You I didn't get it. I didn't get a chance to get some today. I got paid today. I just didn't get a chance to get some cookies. today. The orange cookies, animal cookies. That's what I was waiting for. The animal cookies weren't packed out yet. Oh. Yeah. Okay, let's get back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Hi, everybody. We're back. <laughs> so they're growing good. They, they got the first set of leaves. We took the peat and the peat um, pellets. Yes. And just transplanted them. We did solos. the first ones with SLF and the second ones with mycorrhizae. Yeah. We used uh, the king of mycorrhizae from Green Grow on and the second set. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's as good or better. And why have you not dropped some of those in my transplants I stole from from work? Well, I know. Well, you put some, you inoculated your, uh, well, what is that? A poppy out there? Right. My poppy is taken off. I had two blooms on it. I'm waiting for my other one to get a little bit bigger. There's two in that one pot and only one of them is getting really huge. So half the pot is getting really big, but. Which is cool. So. The cuts that I took from work, we still need to put some in there. Yeah. Yeah. So I can get my roots popping. Yeah. I mean, shout out to them, that that Mm -hmm. king of mycorrhizae. Yeah. It was let me tell you the size of those little things that start Took popping off, out yeah. with those. Like we didn't even make it to the paper towels. <laughs> oh yeah. On the beans. <laughs> I was talking not, about your poppies, but yeah, the, yeah, beans, the poppies mm-hmm, too, but it did, did not even make it to the paper towels. Yeah. Yeah. They were in water and it was just that, that fast that they had already popped and were ready to go. Yeah. 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 So in the tent, it's been fairly easy to keep the uh, climate control down. You know, <laughs> I put in the, the kind of cold. So what's that's the thing is it's been really cold here uh, the last couple two three days, and it's you know it can be troublesome for people growing in tents. See, we're growing in a shed like an eight by ten shed mm-hmm. with the tent inside. Yeah. So it does have climate control in the sense that. The temperature doesn't go up and down quite as quickly or as drastically inside well, the I, shed. Yeah, and I have noticed inside that shed stays fairly dry. It, oh, it does, yeah. Yes. So the humidity gets a little low in there, but um, I'm not too worried about that. We're staying in the range of like 72, sometimes as low as 70, but up to like 77. Yeah. And that's just with the light and sometimes a small heat lamp if needed, but it's not really much. I've got, like you should, I'm venting from the bottom. The fan and then venting out the top. Um, so nice getting fresh air in yep. there all the time. Looks pretty nice in there. It's a little, it's really clean. I cleaned it up. Tight fit, but <laughs> three by threes are tight. And our shed is run... about a four by four. <laughs> That's the thing is you can't run like the four, <laughs> maybe the... a six by six. Well, <laughs> the only thing is, is like a three by three, you're limited to really running, of course, any kind of regular HID light. But, um, you know, if you're running fluorescence, you can't run the four footers, which are what most people get to use. And so in a three by three, I had to go to that two, two feet, which is a little small. Uh, you don't get, again, I'm not worried about it. We got so much time, mm-hmm. you know, right. I'm, right. I'm, I'm, like I'm more worried said, about space. So I'm more worried about getting the freaking backyard straightened up so we can get our greenhouse <laughs> up. That's what I'm well, worried about. The frames up. Uh, okay, no, half of the frame is up. Get that right. Okay. Well. The other half is in the box in our back room. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, still. <laughs> so, and then just, I guess along with that, you know, we'll transplant later on. I, you know, we didn't really need to go into the solo cups. We chose to try that. We chose to do it, I think, also to keep it smaller. Well, yeah, because if we would have went any bigger, we wouldn't have had too much room in that little, yeah, in that little area. We had to keep the transplants, but at least with those solo cups, we can cut the outside of the solo cups and put them straight into the dirt. Not so sure about that. I don't know if I want plastic in my dirt. 
No, you cut the side of the cup, just uh-huh. one part of it, and you can oh, gotcha. peel right. it off. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Like, <laughs> it's, it's a plastic cup. You could peel it off and not bury the cup in there. But okay, if you want to bury the cup. <laughs> the, way, the way you made it sound was... Uh... <laughs> no, 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 I meant peel the cup off, okay. not bury the cup. <laughs> I'm like we're trying to go organic here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's okay. It's it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so, so the idea though is you don't want to transplant too much. I mean, you you can as much as you want, but you don't you want to limit that because it's the shock. Cups are not nutrients. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know if any enzymes are gonna break those solos down. No, I don't think anything's strong enough. <laughs> I think a landfill couldn't even break those suckers down. Not for a long time. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah. Uh, anyway, you want to limit your transplants because you 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 know you can run into shock. Generally, even if you don't run into shock, it takes them a couple of days to kind of get back into the groove. So probably from the solo cup straight into the last <clears throat> pot, right? That's what we're gonna try to do. Yeah. So we're gonna go straight into the bigger yeah. ones. What are, what are we gonna use this year? How big? Uh, the thirty-five gals. We're gonna use thirty-five, or are we gonna try and keep it a little smaller so we have room in the shed? With I was pretty happy with <laughs> the fucking many plants. <laughs> no, it's not gonna be that much. We're, the 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 first group is is you know will be gone. True. So true. when we okay. get to the main thing going, it's just gonna be our standard four, six maybe. Okay. Yeah. So okay. there's gonna be, but we want to grow those to be organ monsters, if you will. <laughs> true, true. And we are going to use ground cover. I want to use those wildflowers. That would be cool. Ground cover? You mean <laughs> You mean cover crop? That stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I do too. Yeah, because, that's it. That's and, it. <laughs> and this goes along with what I was going to talk about. You know, I talked to, I need to find him too, uh, but I talked to a gentleman uh, through Instagram and he uh, had some questions on some problems he's been having with his a plant that he had. And he, he was showing me some pictures. And actually, I'll just shout out to him. It's at Project Fioro. Fioro? Fioro. <laughs> Fioro. <laughs> That's Project underscore F-U-O-R-O. And, you know, uh, he was talking with me. And he's using no-till, uh, I believe, indoors. And in smaller pots, and he's using hay to cover, which is all great. That's good. But some of the problems, you know, you can run into with that on a small scale is pretty rough to run no-till on a smaller scale. And I just wanted to mention that real quick. No-till and... Hay kind of seems like it would be a little bit moist. That's the thing is inside it can be because... Yeah. I mean, it's just you can run into mold problems, Well, I know that problems. you don't even want to keep hay on the floor in it in a stall well and um also you can run into fungus gnats yes and there's that's a the lot of problem. bugs with hay and so that work hay works good outside though when you're talking large you know 30 40 50 60 100 gallon pots or like those or in the dirt or yeah or in those one planters that we saw the square yeah. ones over yeah. at, at osborne's house that's where you get that um the most benefit and it's easier to control. What happens is when you get into those smaller pots, at least from my experience with that, is that you get pH fluctuations. And it's because, you know, that soil 
he was using like that no-till, you make your own soil type thing, you're building the soil. Well, if you don't let that cook for a while, I'm talking like 30 days, maybe 60, uh, you're still breaking stuff down mm-hmm. and things break down at different times. So if this is breaking down now, it can be changing the, the pH in relation. And if something else starts to break down and it stops, then it's going to you know go a different mm-hmm. direction. So it's it, you can have some fluctuations. And if you're not on top of it, those little smaller pots can be hard to handle. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the best advice for anybody, though, especially for beginners, is to have that pH pin, pH. I don't care oh, if you God, have to get drops. You, seriously, how many? Three times a week you pH. Well, you, and you got to pH your runoff. You got to. Yeah. You got to. Uh, people that are growing inside should use PPM meters. If you can tell your pH and your PPMs, you can tell most of your problems. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you've got a. And if you're good, like this guy. It only takes you once to get the color right, too. Oh, what? On nutrients? Yeah. That's just from running them all the time. I know. I'm just saying if you You'll become good. You'll get them down. Good. Everybody will. If you, pH, <laughs> if you pH like you should, you're going to get it down to where, you know, that if I use, if I'm running five gallons of whatever water you're running and you you know you're adding a certain regimen, you should, after a month, you know, know, know what to, to adjust your pH to or how to do it, you know. It's best that way. Otherwise, you're fighting it. There's been, in the past. There's been times where I'm just going up and down and up and down. I remember. Ah! <laughs> so close, so close. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, I guess the moral to that story is: be careful running that stuff inside in smaller pots. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying be against it, but you're just going to have to monitor that pH and the PPMs, and realize that. A lot of people think a deficiency means you have to add more of that particular, like say you're low in potassium and well, you got to add more potassium. That's not necessarily true. If you're running good nutrients and a good regimen, it's already in there. It's just in lockout. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you need to fix that pH issue or, or, uh, you know, you need to be using an enzyme to break that organic stuff down to keep it broke down. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I mean, you know, it's. I don't know. The other thing is be overwatering inside. You can overwater real easy. You know, when I put those seeds in those solos, mm-hmm. it's been how long? How many days? A week? Yeah. A week and a half? I don't know. But I've only watered them once. That's it. I haven't touched them since. Yeah. You know. Well, we learned we learned uh, actually last year a lot with the Girl Scout cookie. Well, yeah, you get your sensitive plants like the Girl Scout. You learn you to happened. watch very carefully, wow. and then you learn from other people's experiences <laughs> of overwatering their plants as well. Yeah, no and it was the same plant—a Girl GSC. Scout cookie. You got to watch for those. <laughs> you got to watch those little bitches. And she's the one that picked up PM mm-hmm. last year and, mm-hmm. and spread it to not really the Blue Dream didn't care so much, but it went to the uh, LSD and the Master Kush, mm-hmm. which is how we picked up ancient herbs. Yeah. Yeah. So PM can be good sometimes. Because <laughs> you pick up people too. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so I guess that's our grow talk. That's where we're at anyway. You know, once those get. It's a lot more exciting when you actually get your hands in there. Like this year, I'm a lot more into it. Last year, it was the clones. It's fun going from seed and us doing it as a team. It was a lot of fun. It is. It takes a lot longer to do seeds, but you know, they're a lot more vigorous. You can, you can kind of do, um, if you can get enough 
in possession, you can run a few and pick the best ones, right. have better chances at females, uh, and, and pick good genetics. Yeah. I'm really excited about that. If you like these unfortunate that. wreck people, you can only buy 10 seeds per day, but you can go back and buy more the next day. Well, <laughs> when we're talking... <laughs> if stay- you're buying seeds, but you know what? It's almost better to do your research and find out. You can get your hands on seeds without having to go to a dispensary even. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not trying to... Everybody come in. We've got seeds on sale right now, 25% off and 10% off. For- <laughs> really? Yes, and ten percent off for Hermetic Genetics. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, and we just got Hermetic Genetics seeds back in. Like we just got some new ones that we're trying to sell them as quick as possible because it's the seed season. Right yeah, now is the right. time to start popping them. So mm-hmm. yeah. that's true. And Hermetic is good. Mm-hmm. They can be expensive, but one thing about no, that, they're pretty inexpensive unless you want feminized and autoflower. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yes, that's the yeah. only ones that are expensive is the feminized and autoflower. Okay. All the other ones are actually right now forty two fifty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Add tax a little more. Yeah. Well that's I mean that's the thing though, is you can you know you pick your genetics, you can pick good genetics. Clones I don't know. I always feel like it's a gamble. Mm-hmm. Like someone says, Well, this is what it is. Really? Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. And unless you trust the person and you know exactly where it came from. Sometimes even, you know, I don't know. Anyway, and then also to you know, it's, am I going to get some? Am I getting russet mites? Mm-hmm. Am I getting spider mites? How do I know how you took care of your plant? Am I getting PM? <laughs> you talked about that little story, you know, Which where, one? oh, with the clones. Yeah. Where there was a dispensary that had them in there and then right. they, uh, a customer said they had went in, looked at their clones about a week later, came back and all the clones were gone because they caught some sort of something on their plant, most likely PM, something that. You know, I'm sorry, but bud tenders are not, I think I could take care of a plant as a bud tender, but bud tenders are not meant to be in the garden. Yeah, they're not growers. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's like, and then when you have clones and you have your job that you're doing, you're not paying attention to what may be happening with the clones. Yeah. It's a bit of an overburden when it comes to stuff such as that. Clones are a little bit iffy to try and... I don't know if I'd want to sell clones. Right. Right. I, I think, and all that extra work, too. Yeah, I mean, if you really of... want to keep them healthy. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah. So that I got mixed feelings about clones. One thing is, is if you're cloning your own stuff in your own environment, that's a completely different thing. You know where it came from. You everything. know what? Yeah. You know what phenotype it is. You can play with it. I, I'm. That's perfect. But outside clones, I'm a little iffy with. It's worth the time to get started with some seeds. And I know, like, when I was talking to Original Dankster, when we were doing the interview, uh, he was talking, remember, he said, like, he's got enough, he's got more money in his seeds than his car's worth or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, granted, it can be expensive, but, you know, you are, I don't want to say guaranteeing, but you're you're really, really getting a high percentage chance of getting a good pheno, a good mm-hmm. strain, and a good outcome if, if you're, you know, yeah. if you grow it properly. So, that's all. Heard something cool the other day. What? A customer came in and was telling me that in the 90s, he had gotten these really cool seeds. I don't remember what he said the strain was called, um, but he said that this strain, like, literally knocked him in the dirt. He's like, I had not had a high like that. He's all, especially in the 90s, you couldn't find good flour like that. And he's all, but I got these seeds that were from it, and um, I brought them in, found out that it it was a rare strain 
that the seeds were all black and that it was a rare strain that was a hermaphrodite. And no matter what, this seed would grow a hermaphrodite. And so it's like, um, it would still bud, but it would have like maybe five to 10 seeds in there. But it was a really strong strain that would also help with a lot of medical ailments. And it was very hard to get your hands on. And he's like, I, he's like, I had it once. And the only reason why I got those seeds, I went back to the person. He's all, the only reason why I did get those seeds is because I told him it was for my friend that was a quadriplegic. And he's like, I grew the flower for him and took care of him for him. But it was really cool. He kept telling me stories from like back in the nineties because he was looking at all the seeds and just wandering around looking at the store and just dropping facts. I'm like, Ooh, this is cool. I like this. Keep telling me more. (laughs) Well, I, you know, that just occurred to me. I, there might be a day that we could see, like, you know how that antique road show? Mm-hmm. We could do, like, the, the bag seed road show. <laughs> right, right. You're like, you find that one prize seed in your bag. Right. And it comes out to be this best pheno ever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Look what I have. Right. Oh, that's a 1980. Uh... <laughs> right. And I don't even remember where exactly he said, if he said it was from, from Taiwan or if he w- it was it was from... Um... If it was Afghani or something like that, Afghanistan, I don't remember exactly, but he said it was a very rare stain. He said strain that was a all black seed. I have never seen an all black seed when it comes to it. This is cannabis, he said. Yes, yes, yes. And he says it was a male female, and it was it male, was only female. yeah. He's all they would not grow any other way. Hey, hey, hermaphrodites have rights too. They do. They do. Yeah. So does anybody these they days. They can pick which bathroom they want to use. You can even pick what you want to be that day. What is that? That's like its own thing. It's like I can choose to just be my nothing. That's kind of how weed is, except it doesn't go back and forth, I don't think. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so what are we on to? The Yeah, let's do the news real quick. We're going to do two stories. Okay. okay. We got one that we have to we have to cover because it's affecting us all. And, and the second one, we have to lighten it up because this bullshit seriously push me crap. up onto a soapbox. I don't know if I want to be up on a soapbox tonight. We'll see. Just let me get the story out first. Move that away from the microphone. I can hear it. <laughs> so as we all know, by the time this comes out, everybody's going to have seen this. We posted a version of it from High Times on our Facebook today. But uh, we all know that, and this is from Green Rush Daily, by the way, Um. White House hints at crackdown on recreational weed. I don't even have to. I can't even say that seriously. I have to say it like solemnly because I just don't know what to say. I'm drinking my coffee and ignoring that. <sighs> Bottom line, I'm going to summarize it before I read it. We all know, basically, <coughs> they've indicated that they're going to federally crack down, whatever that means, on recreational cannabis. They don't think it's good. Uh, medical seems to be safe, but recreational could be a challenge and we're going to have to fight. I think it's going to be a fight. And this directly d- directly affects you. Ah, uh, yeah. Lady Sativa, since that's exactly what you're in. Mhm. Says the White House press secretary had a conference on Thursday where he spoke about marijuana use. If you were hoping for good news, this isn't it. In fact, Sean Spicer, I'm starting to hate these two names, Spicer and Sessions. Hey, I have a friend named Spicer. He can't kill that name. Okay, well, (laughs) he said that he believes that there will be a greater enforcement against weed use. More specifically, the administration's beef is with recreational marijuana. Is that him? He's an ugly motherfucker. 
<laughs> he looks like he fits the position. He looks like he's brothers of Donald Trump. It says, Sean Spicer said that the president, quote, understands the pain and suffering that many people go through uh, and who are facing especially terminal diseases and the comfort that some of these drugs, including medical marijuana, can bring to them. He also added that recreational marijuana is a very, very different subject. Why? I'm not sure why we've talked about this. I've mentioned it to many people. Recreational marijuana is medicinal marijuana. People shouldn't have to have a card to go get medicine. That they, You're giving me that look. Okay. We all know it. It's rec, rec weed is medical weed, bottom line. Mm-hmm. And, and people... Just because we don't need a prescription for it, just like we don't need a prescription for Tylenol or... There you go. Or there daily go. vitamins or iron pills. Yeah. We don't need a prescription for that. Mm-hmm. And then this is the worst part. It says the White House press secretary... And it could w- kill you faster. Go on. Tylenol, at least. I know. I know. And it says, <laughs> so the White House press secretary went as far as comparing recreational marijuana to the country's opioid addiction crisis. What the? F- <clears throat> I understand. Fuck. <laughs> um, my only thing with that is, and it says right here, a study conducted by JAMA International Medicine looked at states with legalized marijuana and their opioid opioid analgesic overdose mortality rate. Oh, you mean the prescription pills that get dosed out to those people? Yeah. Hmm, maybe you should look at those. Uh-huh. It says they Especially found... Especially Medford. They found that the 10 states that legalized weed at the same time saw a 24.8% decrease in opioid overdoses. So... So there's a decrease, so they want to crack the, down on it? Yeah. <clears throat> in the um, same article it says this? That's so backwards greater enforcement against marijuana is like shutting off the fire hose during a fire to avoid another fire which is a good a a good example i mean a good analogy it really is and it also undermines the votes of so many americans that wanted legal weed uh all those people are gonna have to keep fighting yeah and i'm sorry but uh they're just trying to force us into being black market again because you think that because you cut off our recreational medicine and marijuana that we're not gonna smoke it guess what we've been doing it before well okay and that's a good point so medical marijuana didn't really help it helped but it didn't really take the dent out of it out of the black market like rec does rec really hits black market hard mm-hmm. um, hard real hard real hard like i know a lot so, of people that are no longer in business black so, market right <laughs> exactly. Or they're selling some either really shitty weed. No, it's really good. Or or it's purple. <laughs> or it's it's dirt cheap because right. they can't you can't you know what I you mean? You can't really compare. Yeah. No. And so I <laughs> uh they're just opening if they do this and they're successful, it's going to open up the black market again. Mm-hmm. I agree and I I said this in my post on Facebook is that Oregon is going to not stop doing anything it hasn't already been, already doing, been doing for, for 30 decades. years. So whatever, I guess you're going to do what you're going to do, but so are we. I mean, I doubt that anybody that's listening to this that lives in Oregon is going to stop anything they're doing. You're not going to change what we're going to do. You haven't killed us before. You're not going to kill us now. And so $54 million, I, I believe, don't quote me on that, but I think it's around $54 million for the state of Oregon this year. I know what it is. We're making more money than he has. <laughs> I don't know about that, but... He's a greedy motherfucker. Why wouldn't that be true? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. 
It's oh, just, then he has. Yeah, that's probably not true yet. I just think that um, hopefully the state protects us and our rights. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope, hope so Oregon uh, I know it's steps not up. federally legal, but it's, you know. Uh, it, it's mixed about, let me read this. It says, you know, what, what's Trump's stance? And it says, he says, I say it's bad. He said when answering a question about Colorado's recreational marijuana law, medical marijuana is another thing, but I think recreational marijuana is bad. And I feel strongly about that. That's what he said. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, the president feels strongly that recreational marijuana is bad. His press secretary believes there will be a crackdown at the federal level. And according to, of here we go, Jeff Sessions, Jeff Sessions during his confirmation hearing, he's all for it. And now that Sessions is the attorney general and in charge of enforcing federal laws, I mean, you know, he's, there you go. And then he, he's quoted, I won't commit to never enforcing federal law. So that's his backbone is it's just it's against federal law, you know? So we're going to enforce it. So when it's not against federal law, does that mean that we win? Let's work on that. Come on. So. Come on, cannabis world. Let's do this. Let's fight up against him. I'll wrap up with these two things. It says advocates like Tom Angel of Marijuana Majority noted the hypocrisy in Spencer's comparison. And this is with, you know, the drugs and. And whatnot, mm-hmm. recreational use bad. It says if the administration is looking for ways to become less popular, cracking down on voter-approved marijuana laws would be a great way to do it. On the campaign trail, President Trump clearly and repeatedly pledged that he would leave decisions on cannabis policy to the states. With a clear and growing majority of the country now supporting legalization, reneging on his promises would be a political disaster and huge distraction from the rest of the president's agenda. And then it says, stay woke. <laughs> well, we're woke. Mm-hmm. We've been um, woke for a long time, and that's why this is an endless battle with you motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, yeah, we're woke. It, the, the government needs to woke. Yeah. You need to woke <laughs> the fuck up. <laughs> Mind my language. Sorry, this is a touchy subject. I hate politics. So I hope, here's the deal. We know cannabis brings us together. At family levels, friend levels, society levels, growers. I just bought the gloops and the special plant, too, to read my kids. Yeah, I know. I just brought that home. We know it brings us together. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, hopefully, these states that are wreck will come together. I think we will. And I hope that the, all the medical states still continue their fight for wreck. You know, I guess that's what keep, I'm getting keep at. Keep working towards moving forward. Let's, Let's just, just keep fighting. And keep, keep fighting sharing the, fight. the knowledge. Keep fighting the good fight. <laughs> and and keep keep everything going, just on par. And you know, yep. these, there's so many. Think right now, if Rex stopped, do you all of a sudden we're gonna collapse a whole economy? Yeah, we're it's jobs. It's gonna take lots, lots of, jobs. of jobs. It's gonna take companies. Companies I mean, down. I can't even it's gonna imagine take so many companies down. Can't even imagine the, the so much money is going to be taken from the state of Oregon or Colorado or so much just from the taxes that are coming from recreational sales. Yes, they don't get how fucked they would be after they took that away. This is true. This is true. Come on, it's even going towards our in Oregon. It's going towards our police departments. Well, yes, an education. Amount. There's a ton going to education. Yes, ton to education, but small amount. We're still putting money towards our law enforcement too. Okay. Oh no! Well, that's it. Law, uh, law enforcement, education. Yeah. 
all the important stuff, and I don't understand how how that's bad. <laughs> no. Um, hey, did you, I want? Yeah, go ahead. I'll shout out to that in a minute. Oh, okay. Do you want me to read the cannabis grow operation now? Yeah. So from Green Rush Daily from Ab Hanna, we have cannabis grow operation found in Le- in Legoland, Lego <laughs> Legoland, Legoland, <laughs> in Legoland no. theme park. No. I'm kind of not surprised. I mean, like. You know, I'm sure everybody that's involved with Wonder. Legos smoking weed. <laughs> I want to go build something with Legos now. Okay, anyways. An illegal cannabis grow operation has was located in an unlikely place, the Lego Lamb theme park. The Lego Lamb staff, uh, Lego Land staff were apparently doing a routine check for asbestos in a vacant building when they ran into something a lot safer to breathe in. Oh, good. Better than asbestos. <laughs> At least they're being honest. Right. Over 50, <laughs> over 50 chest-high marijuana plants were found growing under heat lamps. Oh, it even had heat lamps. No wonder why their bill was so high. With an irrigation system <laughs> in a derelict cottage close to the entrance of the park. Even close to the entrance. How could you not smell that? <laughs> no, I'm just... <laughs> it was close to the entrance of the park even. Like, I'd understand in the back... You know, the back 40. No, but it was right next to the entrance. Okay. Following routine checks. I think that somebody just got busted. Nobody wanted to give each other up. They're like, it's not mine. (laughs) (laughs) Who the fuck did that? (laughs) Uh, Following routine checks, we can confirm that illegal substances were found in a derelict cottage outside of Legoland Park Boundary. A Legoland spokesperson told... Yeah, see? See? Illegal substances were found in a derelict cottage. Yeah. Sure, I'm. I'm sure. Well, it sounds the irrigation. This is, what, this is no. This is what one of the people were saying. Well, no, <laughs> but that irrigation was coming from there too. Yeah, a Legoland so. spokesperson told Scotsman Monday the building in question is inaccessible to the public and appears to have been accessed via the Crown Estate. We've heard the best place to hide is in plain sight, but there is probably better places for a grow operation than a theme park. <laughs> However, fifty plus plants over three feet in height shouldn't be shouldn't be somewhere a theme park employee could find it. The culprits might might have to learn the lesson the hard way. Uh, Legoland marijuana grow details. It <laughs> Legoland says, marijuana. Yeah. After employees, I wonder how good that weed is. Uh, <laughs> after employees discovered the plants on Legoland property, they called the authorities after they took some. Oh, they, that's not. It didn't say that. Um, the Thames Valley Police arrived at 11.15 a.m. to find the plants and growing equipment. An ongoing investigation is currently going on. Um, so far, police have apprehended two suspects that have refused to release the identities of the suspects <laughs> until further investigation. What we know so far is that a 40-year-old man from the town the theme park is is in was arrested. The other suspect is a 34-year-old man from Burnham. Both have may- met bail until February 28th. A convict, uh, if convicted, both men have faced up to a whopping 14 years in prison and unlimited fine. An unlimited fine. Does that mean they just that have to pay the rest of their freaking lives? Know. Is that that's is that really literally what it, says? what it says? An unlimited fine or both. Wow. Yeah, they are accessing Legoland's property from from a nearby Crown Estate land owned by the Queen. Windsor Castle is only three miles away. Oh my god. <laughs> Those guys they were growing balls. for the queen. <laughs> right? Now, oh now my tell God. me, first of all, Lego Batman be getting high. Right, right. And second, you can't tell me that in the next, if anybody catches this story like we did, 
that there's not going to be a Legoland weed strain out. Oh, oh I bet I that's going to be coming <laughs> soon. Okay. Legoland. It's just going to be LL strain. That's yeah, what it LL. is. <laughs> LL Elite or something. There was no details on how long the growers were able to get away with their operation before it was found. The final hit, it says, whoever set up the farm apparently never watched Breaking Bad. You wouldn't watch Walter White's meth van in the parking... You wouldn't catch Walter White's meth van in the parking lot of Six Flags. Yeah, this is true. Duh, he was a genius. And look, by the way, that's the picture. I know, I saw that. Yeah, Yeah, that's... that's, Oh my God. I think we need to rewatch that show. It says, with a potential 14-year sentence for such a small grow operation, they might as well have been cooking meth. Yeah. That's what I mean. Why didn't they think they were going to be caught? Why would you do it in the freaking theme park? I don't know. Let's go to Disneyland and like grow in, in <laughs> It's a Small World. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah. Well, I guess Wait, you is could. that near the entrance? I think I think I think that might be the Dumbo ride at the beginning. Let's just put it there. <laughs> Bugs Life. That'd be a good one to put it in. <laughs> Bugs Life. <laughs> I mean, how much effort and time does it take to set up that kind of grow? How long had they been there? And was the outside of the shed like covered in Legos? Well, <laughs> I think they were growing for the whole crew. I do too. And the Lego just, land Nobody crew. wanted to admit it. So they just threw somebody, they threw the guys like, that were tending the buds under the bus. They, but I mean, they're like, nope, he did it. <laughs> the other thing too is because they had that whatever dilapidated house or cottage or whatever. That they're getting irrigation well, from. And then they were getting in there through the house. First of all, how can it be missed for that long and nobody know about it? That's what I'm saying. That's it's a huge grow. Be- it's right by the entrance, it those said. Are, those are some badass carbon filters. That's right by the entrance, it said. <laughs> how did you miss that? How blind are your employees, Legoland? Oh, they're blind. They're Legoland weed blind. Because I'm sorry, but that was ignoring. That wasn't blind. (laughs) (laughs) You need to learn the difference, boss man. (laughs) Everybody's pissed now. Yeah, they're like, motherfucker, if nobody would have even seen that, we would have been fine. The kids are screwed. That's what happened. No more Legoland. Water was coming out, (laughs) or they sprung a leak, or it started getting to just the perfect budding time, and it smelled really fragrant, and then they got busted just asbestos. Does that mean that there was asbestos in there? That'd be bad weed to smoke if there's asbestos in there. I think that the asbestos was an excuse. I think it was the, I think the Legos had asbestos on the outside and they were getting in there. They're like, Oh, <laughs> so who took the weed? The employees, I think. No, I mean, who took the, they oh, probably I'm sure the they burned cops. it. Quote unquote. It's probably sitting they in the, destroyed it. It's probably in the Queens. <laughs> you said the Queens down the road. It's the Queens weed. All right, that was enough fun. Yeah, that was pretty entertaining. So we have original Dankster. That's an O H, by the way. Oh. So if you look <laughs> him up on Instagram, it's O H O H original Dankster, and it's Stay Fly Farms. That's S T A E F L I. I wore that a- shirt to work the other day. Yeah, by he the sent way. us a couple shirts. Yeah. So you're repping it at THC. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Do you hear yes, that? Yes, it is. You hear me- that, buddy? It is a medical farm, but it doesn't matter. Doesn't I rep matter. all my shirts at work. I'd be like, who's that fly? Stay fly. I rep all my... In fact, there's another shadow box farm shirt, yep. by the way. What do you mean? Cat was wearing a shadow box farm shirt. Oh, today. nice. I'm like, hey, <laughs> cool. <laughs> so you're repping it out there. I got mine. I'm wearing it. So thank you for sending those to us, brother. Very comfy shirts. We can't wait until the next couple months till we can get out there and say hi. 
Mm-hmm. See how the bug life is out there. Oh, yeah. You know, I want to meet Arthur, the pig. I do, too. <laughs> Can I say here, pig, 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 pig? <laughs> Getting into the bokashi and all that. I want a pig so bad. All right. So here's the interview. Enjoy. This guy's awesome. And check him out on Instagram. He'll, he'll shout out, too. But uh, all right. Absolutely. All right. So enjoy the show. Organ love. Organ love. This is awesome. We got Original Dankster on the line here. Original Dankster, you are from Stayfly Farms. What's up, brother? What's up, dude? Good to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. And we are so proud to have you. Now, I, I've been watching you and we kind of been liking each other's stuff for a couple months here. But I noticed that you are running a uh, farm. And uh, are, now, let's talk about that. It's uh, OMMP. Okay. Yeah, we're just medical. Sure. Now, how long you been doing that? Um, this is our fifth year on that farm. Okay. And and you're Southern Oregon, correct? Yeah, Southern Oregon. That's nice. that's awesome, Real brother. Valley. Yeah. <clears throat> now, okay. So before we go into your farm, let's talk about now for Oregon Medical. It's getting a little rough out there. I mean, do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, it's getting super rough. Um, yeah, it's becoming, it's dwindling down. You know, it's a matter of time before, uh, before we're not, we're not going to be able to do what we're doing unless some big changes are made, which, um, I got to give a shout out to Right to Grow because they're doing everything they can and they need all the support they can get, um, to help the medical program. Nice. And, uh, you're talking yeah, San, you're so, talking Sandy Diesel, right? Um, yeah, Sandy Diesel, totally. Yeah, yeah. The, the reason I ask that is because we are a very big supporter of them, mm-hmm. and Sandy's coming on here shortly. So, you know, awesome. uh, yeah, shout out to her, and you're right, they are doing uh, some wonderful amazing, things. Yeah, sure. hard worker. And, uh, yeah, definitely, and also uh, the Oregon Sun Growers Guild, I got to give a shout out to them too because they're putting in a lot of work towards that same goal and that's what it's going to take to to prevail against um what we're up against mm-hmm. which is a lot yeah so is this something you're going to stay doing in terms of farming or are you going to move towards rack or what's your plans you know it's up in the air i don't i don't have a five-year plan or anything at this point i've got like a two-year plan and this is, you know, we'll see in two years if uh, if we're going to be able to even make a living doing what we're doing anymore. It's, uh, it's, I don't know. I don't know how hopeful I am, but yeah, we'll have to see. Might just move to another continent when this falls over and start up again or something. I don't know. Well, th- that's no good. I mean, is there a continent out there that's better, you think? What's that? Do you think there's a continent that's out there that's better at this point in terms of... Uh... No, not better, just easier to maneuver in. Um, it's just going to be it's even more and more difficult to, to do what we're doing out here. When when did you come out here originally? Did you come out here, you said five years ago? Um, I, I lived in Ashland for uh, about six or seven years and uh, went to school and, and worked out there and then moved out to my farm five years ago so uh i've been in southern oregon for about 10 years now 
and from Reno, Nevada originally. And uh, yeah, Southern Oregon stole my heart for sure. Nice. Can you give us an idea of how big you are in terms of growing? Um, yeah, we do the, as many as we can, which is the 48 right now, um, full season. We also have a light depth greenhouse that we're able to pull an extra two crops off of, um, per year and a third crop if we want to do it in the winter, which we plan this winter is, uh, not as easy as some might think. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, so that's, that's it. We, uh. We got some chickens and sheep and rabbits and turkeys that um, we're using poop and uh, trying to keep it as as local as possible to our farm. Um, and, you know, that's just, I don't know, that's that's what we're doing. <laughs> okay, now on your IG, I noticed you guys have a quite a fat pig hanging around. Yeah. Is that true? That that pig is really cute, man. <laughs> oh, the pig, dude, yeah. That's Arthur, he's the man. Uh he's super cute, super entertaining, uh, but he just he met he gets into everything. He messes up everything. He kills plants, he uh gets into Bokashi and nutrients and eats it all up. He eats the chicken food, the rabbit food, <laughs> he eats everything. Man, that's that's uh that makes for some difficult work. Yeah, yeah, it's rough. But we're about to lock him up in a little pen for a minute because uh, it's getting a little, it's getting a little too much out there. <laughs> <laughs> now you said you had chickens too, right? Do they eat? I mean, do they keep control of a lot of your bugs that happens out there, or a lot of the bugs? Is that what you said? Yeah, I mean, do they do they handle the bugs that you get when? <laughs> Um, you know, we were, yeah, the turkeys are awesome for that. Chickens are awesome for that. Uh, unfortunately, once we got a new puppy, we had to kind of keep the chickens separate from everything else. Um, so the dog wouldn't try to eat them. Uh, so they're kind of in their own area separate from everything else. But yeah, they're awesome. They keep it live. They, uh, they compost a lot of our food scraps and provide a lot of they provide eggs and a lot of poop a lot of poop now do you have to uh you have to compost that poop and let it kind of yeah yeah you want to you want to do what you can for composting it um for sure uh yeah it'll make your compost pile nice and hot and um keep it off you want to i guess i don't know i'm still learning all this but you want to keep it off the ground at a certain point because of those some violins love the chicken poop and and other uh things that you do not want to get in your dirt unless you uh you fully hot compost that um so yeah now that's specifically with the chicken right uh, what's that is that specifically with the chicken poop or yeah yeah, the Symphilans specifically love chicken poop from what I've been told and read. Yeah. Um, they love it. They love it all, but chicken poop is one major one for sure. I yeah. have heard that they attract a lot of bugs. Yeah. Their poop does. So now, as far as this year, what uh, what genes are you uh, sprouting this year? Are you popping beans yet? Oh, my gosh, dude. 
in terms of popping beans, uh, I'm still trying to decide. I've been stocking up on the seed collection all year, all last year. And um, at this point, my seed collection is worth at least twice as much as my shitty car is. So uh, <laughs> we've got a lot of options. And, um, yeah, a lot of South Fork seed stuff I'm excited for. Um, some Bodai stuff, some Humboldt Seed Organization stuff. Um, guys grow crosses, um, all that stuff. And then also some, some, uh, kind of more local of the clones that we've had that we ran last year and have gotten some good friends of the farm and stuff, um, that are worth keeping around too. So there's, there's a lot going on in terms of genetics out there, uh, this year for sure. Nice. So, yeah. Now, uh... Are you, okay, you said you're light depth, so you're greenhouse. Now, what's your feelings about greenhouse versus indoor? Have you ever grown indoor? Um, yeah, man, I think the indoor is uh, pretty, I don't know what the word is. Greenhouse is so much more efficient, um, sustainable. I mean, there's nothing sustainable about growing a plant inside under artificial light with air blowing from a fan you know um greenhouse you get that light for free you still get to control everything about it control the temps control the humidity control the light cycles um you you get the indoor quality buds i mean i've seen greenhouse buds that are beyond indoor you know like so dank and uh there's just no reason to do indoor Unless you don't have a greenhouse. I mean, that's my thoughts on it. I don't know. I mean, you know, people slate it indoor. I mean, I love smoking some good indoor for sure. It's awesome. But in terms of thinking about sustainability and our planet, which we're all sharing, it doesn't seem very uh, conceivable to to stay on that. Now, it sounds like you're growing pretty organic. It sounds like you're using some Bokashi. Using natural guanos, um, definitely. Yeah, what if you don't mind me asking? What's your base newts that you use usually? The base newts. Uh, honestly, this last last full season, we didn't use any uh, any like bottled fertilizers. Really, the most bottled fertilizers that we used were like fish emulsion. Um, we made a bunch of teas, <laughs> worm castings. Um, humus, compost, all that stuff, feather meals, great. Yeah, you're talking more of a super soil, if you will, or a, a composting yeah, soil? Yeah, just, just like no-till style. No-till soil and, like, living soil is what it is. I mean, you're trying to grow the microbes in the soil. You're watering the soil. You're feeding the soil. You're adding, you're building the soil which which makes the plants grow but we're we're thinking of it and we're trying to build our soil instead of build our plants we're trying to grow good living soil and then whatever you put in that is going to thrive we're just going to put cannabis in it but you know we're thinking about the soil first and the cannabis is the byproduct right now do you add any uh beneficials in terms of either microorganisms in that living soil or do you just uh, promote it through the no-till practice? And 
Yeah, um, <clears throat> the big shout out I would have to give for the microorganisms is uh, the fermented plant juice, and that stuff is just so bomb. Um, what we would do is every every full moon, we'll wake up bright and early the next morning and go down to the river, the creek, with some empty trash cans and just fill up the trash cans with uh, green material leafy anything just anything reeds uh big fat leaves whatever and you just stuff that in your 55 gallon barrel with some water and uh and some some lactobacillus which we make with just raw milk and uh rice water which you can get into anyways just brewing that letting that ferment not bubbling it just letting it stay in the shade for a week or two that that does some amazing things in terms of providing those beneficial microorganisms to your dirt, your soil, for sure. And that right. last this last year was our first year trying that. Um, and shout out to Missy Lagardia for dropping that knowledge on us at the Living Soil Symposium last year. That was awesome. We are huge fans. And uh, shout out to Living Soil Symposium because they're bomb. And this year is going to be awesome. It's in March. Yeah. <laughs> What's your IPM strategy? Do you guys try to use, being that you're in a greenhouse and outdoors, it's a little bit harder to run, you know. Uh, yeah. You're talking about IPM? Um, yeah, it's tough. I'll be honest, man. Um, when you're doing all these multiple runs and different plants at different stages and you're trying not to spread them from your outdoor to your greenhouse or vice versa or your greenhouse to your indoor where your other plants are vegging um, and trying to keep it organic and not go that uh, unsafe route. It's difficult for sure. Um, it's just about staying on that regimen, you know, at least once a week, preferably twice a week, spraying, spraying with different things, different every time something different keep spraying them that's that's the regimen and uh we have we haven't we tried the um the uh predator mites before and they did okay kind of but with when you release those predator mites you can't spray so if you have a problem those predator mites aren't going to solve it you have to release those way before you have a problem and then you can't spray at all so uh so we've been going the spray route, just neem, uh, Piganic, um, Azimax, and, you know, essential oils mixed in. And to be honest, we harvest um, our our light depth. We have not had a light depth harvest that didn't have any spider mite issues. I mean, if you're not spraying in, in flower, you know, for us, we get them. It's hard to it's hard to not get them. <laughs> so, I mean, coming from our area, you know, russet mites, spider mites, PM, late in the season, those kind of things are kind of common. I mean, you know, it's almost like you yeah. said, you have to kind of deal with those things when... They're out there, man. Everyone's got them. Everyone out here grows, and everyone's got them. And, you know... You're going to go to the grocery store and come back with them on your feet. You're going to go to the movies and come back with them. So they're out there. They're everywhere. They're at the park. They're at the lake. So, um, yeah, you just got to be on that preventative all the time, I guess. 
Right. Sure, sure. So essential oils, I hear that they said that they used. Yeah. That's good to um, The essential oils, you could do like tea tree, lavender, um, a little bit of peppermint. You got to be careful just like one one or two drops, you know. Um, there's people with this. There's a lot of, of nice ones. But only during veg. You know, I wouldn't spray that on the bud. Can you elaborate on that and tell us why? Um, there just hasn't been enough research done that I'm aware of on what happens to you when you light those essential oils on fire and then inhale them. I don't know. I just don't know. Well, um, I mean, there's got to be some kind of half-life, correct? I mean, don't you think there's some sort of breakdown in the sun? Uh, I, I really don't know. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. It just depends on how long you waited, I guess. Yeah. Well, it um, it kind of sounds like you're yeah. more you're more comfortable with Azamax or Azatrol or any of the Azadiractin products. Do you think that those break down quicker, or it's just because we just don't know? Yeah, the Azamax is just like super concentrated neem. Um. So and that's all. That's good. That's all organic. Comes from the neem tree. Um, so yeah, that's, yeah, I'm super comfortable with that stuff. I, I'm not all about spraying that stuff on buds, of course, either, you know, I'm not really about spraying anything on buds if you can, you know, just edge spray. Yeah. You don't think that, um, I mean, you don't use any IPM in terms of in, in flower. There's nothing you use even when it comes down to the wire. Oh man, you know. I don't know. It doesn't really work, man. If if you've got that problem and you're flowering, you're not going to solve it with spraying. At that point, you're, you're, you just got, I don't know. You can try to spray and try to help it, but you're just kind of pissing in the wind, I think. And, uh, those spider mites are going to be there heavy, you know, until until the very end. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Get it? Well, we really appreciate you uh, sending those shirts to us. It sounds like you're trying to uh, get things going down there, or over there, I should say. Yeah, definitely. We're It's a full-year thing trying to get things going out there <laughs> all day. But yeah, I'm glad those shirts got to you guys safe. Yeah, we appreciate it. We actually sported them in Portland. We didn't get any pictures at the time because I think we're all squibbed out. Well, I mean, yeah, we, yeah, it was a little bit of a distracting day, really uh, tall buildings and squibs, yeah. which just don't match. Totally, yeah, no, no way. Yeah. But uh the roofs are really pretty when you're high. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> is there is there anything you want to share with the listeners or your your patients? Is there anything you want to say about uh about Stayfly? I mean, what what's the future for Stayfly? Uh Stayfly Farms, man. Um it's just uh how we're trying to live out here we're trying to stay above all this uh crazy stuff stay high fly high above it you know <laughs> and right. uh i guess keep that's your pigs what out it is the, we're living keep your pig, keep your pigs out of the stash <laughs> yeah keep the pigs out yeah dude that's awesome <laughs> So, uh, so what do you think about the future in terms of, do you think that you guys like this spring, we could come out and take a peek at your, your farm and dude, that'd be awesome, man. See yeah, what's... I'd love to have you guys anytime. Yeah, that'd be great. I, I don't know because you're doing light depth. You guys are probably just starting this year or. 
Um, we just harvested our winter round last right. week. Nice. And we're we've got a round of plants that's about to get planted in there in about a week. Within about a week, we'll be replanted in there. Nice. So Hopefully. maybe, in, yeah, maybe in a month or two, I think maybe you'll have some. Yeah, we can come out and yeah. take some nice pictures. Oh, yeah, it'll be popping for sure. Yeah, that'd be great because we could um, come out there and take some pictures and maybe start up a page and kind of. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Find that would out. be fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. All right, well, why don't you go ahead, before we leave, why don't you go ahead and shout out to your uh, your media, you know, what, what your IG, what your Facebook or .com, anything you got that people can go to and check them out. Um so they can find you. Word, your... man. Uh, I don't really have much. Just, uh, just the Instagram thing. Um, you can search the hashtag StayFlyFarms, which is S-T-A-E-F-L-I. You spell things a little different. And, uh, and yeah, Original Dankster with the O-H in the beginning. Yep. That's me on Instagram, man. Dude, we love your pictures, man. Mm-hmm. Dude, thank you, bro. I appreciate that. Yeah, I I love following your Instagram because <clears throat> it's just straight legit. Yeah, I mean, I great pictures, it. and uh, yeah, I just it's a great name too. Dude, I, thanks, bro. Where, where did yeah, that, that, where did that come from? <laughs> original gangster. Well, you know the OGs, the original gangsters. Oh, I see. Um, that makes sense. So, but we just smoked dank. <clears throat> You have a following, or do you, is that just you? No, I just made that up one mm. day. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, so shout out to Original Dangster. Check out Stay Fly Farms. Um, I think that's it, brother. Unless there's anything else you want to share, we don't want to keep Dude, you from your dinner. Shout out, shout out to you guys, man. You guys are awesome, and uh, and keep keep fighting the good fight and doing what you're doing because. Yeah, it's great to connect this community with one another. Yeah, and um, awesome. we need more of that for sure. So props. That's great, and we just want to share what you want to share. So we'll check in in springtime and see what's going on. Get a tour down. Yeah, nope. maybe get a tour, uh, get a page started for you, and and see where we can take this. But uh, again, we appreciate it. We're going to be sporting some t-shirts in the future here. Mm-hmm. Take some pictures. Nope. We're we're popping our own seeds for uh, the spring. Um, awesome. Yeah, we don't get to run like we're not running medical for people or OLCC, but we run medical for ourselves. Try to get you know a decent amount for the year. Yeah. Uh, for hell yeah. Yeah, concentrates and edibles and all that goodies. But um, awesome. Yeah. So uh, again, we appreciate you sharing your information and yeah, let's stay in touch. We'll keep following you, everybody. Check them out, Original Dangster, buddy. You got it. Right on.